0: Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of the Daily Mind. Um, how was everybody's uh evening or how was everybody's day today? I hope was uh I hope it was very well. Um and everything, you know, is going good. (laughs) You know, uh first day of the week, Monday. Um, you know, it's always another page in the book to turn. Monday is usually the day for me. I mean other than that, i can say my day was good i almost overslept which is extremely rare um i was so tired and drained last night or throughout the whole day the weather here has been gloomy and just dismal and completely drains your vibe and um i fell asleep last night but the phone next to me normally i would just plug the phone up about a few feet away um charge it up overnight but i was so tired i just dropped my wife was watching uh csi miami and i fell asleep phones just there i get up this morning and i just woke up and i'm like what the fuck?" i looked at my phone my phone's dead and i looked at my fitbit which luckily was still on and told me it was five ten. that means it was time to wake up so that was uh pretty interesting it's very rare um that i oversleep but hey let's get right into it um let's not waste any time. So today is Monday. So that means news out of a hat. Hat, hat, hat. cheap special effects right there. Um, So yeah, news out of a hat. Um, Another grand old episode of a a sub show um, that I do every Monday within the podcast. And I just look up news from all around the country all around the world some some news from the most precious and meaningful to the most bizarre and disturbing as I look through multiple news outlets for the news, because I'm not just a one-sided CNN or a one-sided Fox. There's more news outlets than those two, all right? And I look everywhere. So I do this every Monday, especially for you new listeners out there. Um, you know, I, it's just news, right? But news with a little bit of my own little uh, twist to it, right? All right, so, hey, I'm going to get into it. I already got an article. Um, this is out of New York. Um, this has been a thing, especially of all places, Long Island. All right, Long Island, uh, um, Nassau, Suffolk County, Suffolk County pays like some of the highest damn taxes in the entire country. And you think with all the money and stuff you spend on taxes and all this other stuff that it'd be safe. Let me tell you right now, no matter where you live, it's not safe. Um, so this has been happening on Long Island. Um, brazen daylight car thefts on the rise in Long Island. So real quick, what's been happening was people innocently go and... um go pump their gas, right? You know, you don't think very much of it, right? You just, you know, you get out, you put your card in or pay cash or whatever, and you just, you know, start pumping. What people have been doing in the process of pumping their gas is that they leave their cars running or unlocked. And what's been happening is that there's somebody's always watching. Jay-Z said it best, the streets are watching. So somebody's watching these people pump gas and they just jump in the car and leave. The worst thing you can do is to leave the doors unlocked i tell you right now every time i go pump gas i am closing the fucking door i'm taking my keys out i'm locking the doors and i'm gonna go pump my gas and then i'm going to open the door and leave i am never ever gonna leave the shit unlocked like that so um the article is um again out of long island and it says brazen car thefts have been taking place in broad daylight across nassau county Uh, A total of four separate incidents have occurred within the past month, according to the police who are investigating if these incidents are related. So, quote from the police department, they said this. Individuals are coming from New Jersey and targeting Nassau County, said Chief of Detectives Christopher Ferro with the Nassau County Police Department. Uh, Police said the men are going after high-end cars and SUVs. A woman filling up at the 76 gas station in Glenhead was dragged several feet as a man took off with her Range Rover last month. Suspects are also wanted for car thefts at two BP stations in Roslyn and Mineola. In one theft, the suspect even tossed the dog from the window, leaving the dog paralyzed. And then on a Sunday, a suspect stole a Mercedes Benz from a shell. So I hardly don't believe that people are coming from New Jersey to do this because there are very, there's pretty much a lot of affluent neighborhoods in Jersey that, you know, they could just go to. But I guess the logistic to this is to travel all the way to Long Island hightail out with the car drive it all the way to jersey they won't find you they won't even waste time trying to find the car all the way in jersey They probably figure it's easier listen i'm gonna tell you right now you go fill up yeah i'm telling you i am hyper vigilant I'm, I'm from new york and i'm in the military and that is the reason why i am extremely hyper vigilant of all my surroundings i get out that car i'm turning the car off i'm locking my doors with keys in hand and i'm gonna go fill up my gas all right and i'm always scoping out different cars faces everything you may call it paranoia but that is going to prevent you from becoming these victims right and and don't get it twisted this could happen anywhere with any car even your 88 geo can get stolen in the same manner don't get it twisted don't think it's just people with high-end cars a car is a car it drives if somebody wants to take it they'll do what they can to take it and remember that but, yeah, it's just kind of just nuts to think about that. You know what I mean? Just just be careful out there. If you're out there, no matter where you are, you just got to be extra careful, man. Times is tough. People are trying to find ways to make money, and then it's, it's just tough out there. It's just really, you know, just got to be careful. All right, um, <clears throat> let's see what else news we got. Um, I'm checking along my Facebook wall. That's usually um, what well, I like to call every morning or throughout the day, my digital newspaper, because all the news I need to hear somehow comes to my news feeds all the time so you know (laughs) yeah that's that's usually my go-to um so here we go i'm gonna find something else as i go along all right this is this is definitely one of my favorite little sub shows is news out of a hat and um yeah i just i just um i just like it i just like it Uh, let's see what else we got um oh okay here's an interesting article big displays in cars will disappear soon okay i tell you and this is from the boss of bmw now one thing i hate is now what manufacturers are doing is putting fucking tablets in the middle of the dashboard remember how screens used to be integrated into the dashboard or whatever the case is and it was touchscreen right 2000s mid 2000s late 2000s now they just slap on these big ass tablets like look at a tesla there's a big tablet in the middle well this guy here at bmw um came up with a concept car the iVision D concept um which eliminates um it says it has a massive heads up display that spans the entire width of the wide screen um of course the CES consumer electronics show is a really big thing a lot of car companies um tech companies that come out and display the new tech um so it says here, the ongoing 2023 Consumer Electronics Show is home to many exciting debuts in the tech sector. BMW is in Las Vegas with the iVision D concept, which serves as a technolo- technological preview of the brand's next-generation electric vehicles. Among the new gadgets in the car is a massive heads-up display that spans the entire width of the windscreen. It turns out BMW is serious about replacing conventional screens in its cars with big HUDs. And the company CEO even believes that the days of the big screens integrated into dashboards are numbered, which I agree with. Um, There are some companies right now who are um, trying to make the whole damn width of the dashboard a big-ass screen. I think that's just too much liability in that. And um, there's nothing wrong with having a screen in a dashboard. That's just how it is today. It's just the way they tack, you know, in a tacky way plaster the um, screen onto there, it just doesn't look right. It just looks cheap. It looks cheap. But yeah, that's what's happened. I'm not going to read the whole article, but um, he believes... um, that that big screens like that stick out as as described will be going in about 10 years i mean with the way the tech is evolving um you may it might just happen it might just happen i mean we'll see right i mean i i in my car my kia sorento i have a small four inch integrated screen hey listen i'm you can laugh all you want but it came standard and it has a backup camera and i can see just fine i don't need a big ass screen um taking up the entire fucking dashboard i don't need that i don't think anybody needs that but you know some people um yeah some people yearn for that i guess all right so uh let's see what else we got here uh what other news we got i saw an article i forgot what it was about um oh yeah it was an article hold on let me look this up real quick um let me see it's been circulating um oh the Texas Vigilante. Yep, here it is. Um, this is recently I'm reading this on The Guardian, but this is made national news, right? Um, as you know, like crime is just everywhere. People want to defund the police and all this stuff, leaving the police almost damn near powerless. But now there's people out there taking it upon themselves to make shit happen. You know what I mean? And it's about time. But with this particular story, there um there is a complication to how this was handled, right? But let me further explain in the story as I read it. Um here we go. Um there's a search for a Texas vigilante who fatally shot robbery suspect carrying a fake gun. Okay, so um Texas police are searching for a vigilante diner who shot dead a suspected robber carrying a fake gun in the Houston tech area that then helped diners recover the money and disappeared. So the man shot a would-be robber and just fled, right? But it gets a little bit more sticky. Um, the incident captured by surveillance video inside the Ranchito Number no. 4 Taquera in Southwest Houston shows the man drawing a weapon and killing the robbery suspect by shooting him multiple times, including in the back and head. The robber's weapon was later revealed by police to be a plastic gun either an airsoft or BB gun. So Houston police said charges have not been filed against a man described as a white or Hispanic male. They want to speak to him about his role in the shooting. Um, according to Lieutenant of the Houston police uh, said the robbery suspect was in his twenties, wearing a black ski mask and black gloves when he entered the Mexican restaurant pointed the weapon at customers and demanded their wallets um, without reading any further. Um, basically this guy pulled out his real weapon and shot the would-be robber right now if you look at the video i've seen it a couple of times the robber comes in does the usual hey give me your cash nobody moves or you get hurt blam 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 and pointed at his gun people started throwing cash at him in the video and then he was he, he turned away and tried to flee out the door by the time that man tried the robber tried to get out that door the diner who was sitting next to the door blasted him, not only shot, shooting him, but he continued to shoot him on the ground where he was no longer a threat. Now, some people are saying it's excessive. It could be. I mean, if you already in, if you already incapacitated the, the suspect, I don't think he's going to shoot back at you. But sometimes I guess you can't be too sure. You got to pump a few more, including one in the back of the head. So now the police is looking for the vigilante. Now, whether or not they're going to charge him is unclear. Because he probably did save some lives. But the problem is is that the suspect had a fake gun. That's the problem. But, you know, from a distance... Like, I have BB guns. I have airsoft rifles. They look real from a distance. You can't tell. They look real. So, I mean... And this is Texas, all right. Texas is nowhere to be fucking around like that. People carry everywhere in Texas. Everywhere. This man, if you look at the video carefully, as the robber is doing his somewhat diligence, right... The guy, you could see him kind of fumbling under the table. He was getting that weapon ready. He was waiting. He was born for that moment to happen. He waited, and that his that day was his day to shine, boy. But now the cops are looking for him. So whether or not this man is going to come clean, he doesn't have a choice. He just killed someone. So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see how that works out. Um, yeah, we'll see how it works out. Um, again, Texas does have your stand your ground. Um, if they feel threatened, you can stand your ground, do whatever you need to do. Um, we'll see what happens to be continued. All right. Um, let's find another article out there. Um, see what else we got going on here. What else we got? What else we got? It's just wild world, man. Listen, man, you, you, you fuck around and you find out now how much you want to fuck around is how much you're going to find out. So just don't fuck around and find out. All right. So what else we got? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Come on, give me some news. Give me some news. Mm-hmm. Right, let's see. Right, let's go to some of the other outlets. Nothing really coming up on my um my feed here. Um, let's see what else we got. Let's see. Let's see what CNN has to talk about. Again, I bounce from different news outlets. It's never really just one-sided. Okay, it's just I need to make that clear uh let's see what we got here uh oh some good news um hamlin right the football player um Damar hamlin he's doing substantially better talking breathing everything on his own um it said that um he's been moved to, it says um, that he basically set off every alarm in the in the uh, ICU after the Bills' opening touchdown. This man is a miracle. He's literally a walking fucking miracle here. Um, let's, let's let's get a little bit into that because uh, he's doing a lot better. I mean, that, that's some scary shit. Um, it said Buffalo's Bill head coach Sean McDermott said the team has grown since Damar Hamlin's on-field cardiac arrest last week. He quote on saying he he goes on the quote. Uh, You can learn through things when you go through experiences like this, Uh, he told reporters. uh, We will all have grown as people and as men in this case. The guys that were out there on the field by going through the experiences like this, I think more than anything, it was, I don't know, just a little bit of a sense of accomplishment that we worked through this together and now a chance to reset. So he met with Hamlin Monday along with the general manager and head athlete trainer, an assistant athlete athletic trainer um during their meeting uh mcdermott said that there's plans in place for the players and staff to visit hamlin quote at the proper time it said that he's just having hamlin nearby will give us more comfort and inspire the team as it prepares for the postseason. um hamlin was released from the university of cincinnati medical center and was transferred to buffalo general hospital monday so that's good i mean he's 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 doing substantially well his his fundraiser um has raised millions and i say it again millions of dollars in support of him and his organization so you know I, I give a round of applause for that it's definitely uh that's definitely good stuff right some good news finally right and then um let's see what else we got uh, uh okay well this is kind of a new occur- uh an occurrence of sorts um, 12-year-old in custody in Oklahoma for fatally stabbing 9-year-old brother while parents slept upstairs, the police said. Oh, boy, here we go. All right, so a 12-year-old girl is in custody in Tulsa, Oklahoma after fatally stabbing her 9-year-old brother, according to police. The child is being held in a Tulsa juvenile detention center, according to Tulsa Police News release. Officers responded to a stabbing late Thursday night, the release said. When officers arrived, paramedics and firefighters were, quote, already on the scene and performing CPR to the nine-year-old male victim. Officers learned the child's parents were upstairs asleep when the 12-year-old daughter woke up, woke the parent up and said that she had stabbed her nine-year-old brother, said the release. The boy was rushed to the hospital and taken into surgery, but succumbed to his injury shortly after 2.30 in the morning. Uh, the 12-year-old suspect was taken into custody as being held at the Family Center for Juvenile Justice, said the news release. Neither child has been identified by the authorities. Uh, the Tulsa Police Department C- Child Crisis uh, Unit is handling the stabbing investigation. It's the second homicide in the city of Tulsa just this year. We only been in 2023 20, for a week. Tulsa gets shit together. And I don't know what happened in that situation, what would cause the girl to stab her own brother, I don't know. I think what may happen next, they're going to psychologically evaluate her. It may have been a result of a ongoing mental issue, mental health issue, or because ain't that much hate against your sibling in the world to make you do that. I mean, it does happen. But again, we really don't know. We can't really judge and jump to conclusions and judgment. That's something they're going to have to figure out. And maybe hopefully they will. All right, Uh, right. Let's see what else we got here Mm -mm -mm -mm. give me another article please i got about 12 minutes so i think i got a little bit of time here a little bit of leeway oh boy speakers i feel like i'm hearing like random sounds out of my uh headphones here i got some cheap ass family dollar headphones (laughs) <laughs> I gotta do better I gotta do better my equipment's gotta get better it's gonna get there uh let's see what else we got uh hmm oh this sounds like a typical story I guess I'll read it while I'm looking for um stories oh no this is a video I'm definitely not gonna watch that. All right, let's go back. Let's go to, let's see what the hell Fox is talking about. Because I swear, CNN and Fox are so divisive, it's it's insane. They report different things. You know, CNN reports a lot about Trump and his doings of January 6th, and Fox doesn't do that. They talk about Border Patrol. I swear, when I'm at the gym, I see both CNN and Fox playing on multiple TVs, and the shit they talk about, never the same shit. It's like one side, but, you know, you guys all knew that, right? Okay, so there's a crazy story happening out of Massachusetts, right? A missing mom, right? And, you know, they're trying to find her. And it's a good chance she might be dead, but I'm going to read the article a little bit more. Uh, Missing Massachusetts mom, Anna Walsh husband, searched how to dismember body. So I guess um, that's going without saying he killed that woman. Let's be real. So apparently they, you know, usually when a spouse is killed or whatever you know first suspect they look at as the husband or the wife depending on what side and then it goes from there all right so it says here anna walsh's husband brian walsh searched how to dismember a body amid the massachusetts mom disappearance a detail his defense team may have a tough time explaining uh tishman spire real estate executive anna walsh vanished new year's day And her husband, with whom she shares three children, was arrested on Sunday on a charge that he misled investigators on his whereabouts. Uh, Two law enforcement sources told CNN that police found Internet records showing that the convicted Art Swindler had searched how to dismember a body and how to dispose of a 115-pound woman's body. His quote It goes on to, quote, his defense team is going to have a difficult time trying to overcome this. It isn't typical for someone to conduct these kind of searches, specifically when your wife is missing. Um, and she, if you look at a picture, she is roughly about 115, 120 pounds. So let's be real to a point. This man pretty much killed her. Where he dumped that, at, we don't know. But, I mean, it is not that far-fetched if a woman goes missing and the husband is seen as a person of interest but somehow has an internet search record that is asinine. I'm going to tell you right now, on the internet, you have to be very careful what you search. This shit will come back to get you. And not only that, people, if you do get arrested for something and they have... The, you know they look through your shit they're gonna think you're yeah you're just gonna incriminate yourself but i think he intentionally looked this stuff up to actually get rid of this woman i mean it, it's it's not it doesn't sound far-fetched at all you know where are they gonna find her? i don't know um let's see okay oh here's an interesting story and you know what this story may have also sparked an episode to talk about child stars right former child stars so here's this article um coming from celebrity news of fox it says former disney star reveals how he fell into adult entertainment after wizards of waverly place it says former disney child star dan benson is opening up about how he turned a quote pretty traumatic experience into something that's changed his life for the better the 35 year old play zeke on a Selena Gomez-led show, Wizards of Waverly Place, from 2007 until the show ended in 2012. In a recent TikTok video captioned, I tripped and fell into the adult entertainment. He revealed what led him to become an OnlyFans star. So he goes on and he quotes, "Uh, Basically, when I was on the show, Wizards of Waverly Place, I would get messages from people all the time. Some of these being women that I found incredibly attractive, he explained. Quote, turns out messaging those women would turn, who turned out not to be who they said they were was not the best idea because they, I would send new photos to them and they would take those new photos and then post them on online websites. Benson remembers learning that his new photos and videos were all over the web and said that the experience was pretty traumatic. So that means his agent and shit failed him because, I mean, he was pretty young. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know the consequences of doing that. I'm telling you right now, you you gotta be careful what you share to people. People, I don't know if you guys heard of a, a thing called revenge porn. That's that's a that's a serious thing where you, with consent, send somebody nude photos and then they turn around. You know, let's say for example, you send like a a woman send her boyfriend photos, okay, nude provocative photos, but they break up. And now he she sent this with consent because that's her boyfriend. But he turns around and posts the pictures all over the place. That's seen as revenge porn. That's that's a really that's a that's a real thing. Look it up. I promise you. All right. Um. Let's see what else. What other stories we got? But that's crazy though. You know, it just it could be traumatic for a kid. I mean, just, people post shit about other people that could change your life for the better or worse. All right. So you know, you just gotta be careful with um what you post and who you share your intimates with because not everybody's your friend that i learned well i didn't send any pictures out there but in, in other aspects I you learn who your friends are right you just don't um yeah all right so let's see what we got i got six minutes i can probably squeeze a couple of more stories um uh, Mm. Oh, yeah, I got a story for you uh, car enthusiasts like myself. Um the 7th Dodge last call model. This is supposed to be the very last Charger model before Dodge decides to go all EV. Um the release has been delayed due to blown engines. So, Chrysler or Dodge or Stellantis, whatever the fuck they call themselves, let's call them Dodge, um it's going to go out with a bang, right? They're going to take their last gas-powered cars and turn them into the most powerful thing you've probably ever seen on the road and this is all before they transition completely into the ev which i still think is a mistake um so they have been trying to get engines to run super fast and they've been blowing them the fuck up they're still trying to figure it out um it says dodge is making a show of the 2023 as the last year of the charger and challenger by launching seven last call special edition quote buzz models The company has revealed six of them, and the seventh was supposed to be shown this week during the annual SEMA aftermarket show in Las Vegas. However, according to Dodge CEO Tim Kaniskis, I guess that's how it's pronounced, it's been delayed because the company keeps blowing up engines while striving for more power. Quote, so far we've grenaded seven engines, uh, he goes on to tell reporters. Now that shit is expensive, but... They're doing whatever it takes to please their fans at Dodge, Dodge fans, that they've given it its last call. They, they're all, right? You know how you can also um, help, you know, treat your Dodge fans by continuing gas-powered cars? Because I tell you right now, most Dodge drivers are not looking forward to that new electric bullshit. They're really not, man. And I honestly i am not big on this EV movement thing, um, but I'm not completely sold on it. And I think that instant change of dumping all your gas vehicles to go EV is a terrible idea. Hopefully it doesn't happen to them, but if it does, they know why. I will always say, if you're an auto manufacturer and you want to go all EV, keep at least one gas model in line because not everybody likes EV. And um, he go they go on saying the problem is achieving the reliability of a regular production car with more power. Now I'm, kind of an engineering type when it comes to cars the Dodge Challenger has been riding on the same Mercedes-Benz platform since 2000 and I guess when was it introduced 2007-ish along with the Magnum around that time they've been riding on the same Mercedes-Benz platform ever since they are old archaic cars right I I think they're just pushing these cars way past their limit of what they can handle They quote on saying real quick, uh, when you take a Hellcat and you want to add more horsepower in the street trim, you know for a daily driver or a car you can take to the track, you know, street and strip or quite frankly, even the direct connection. It is very, very easy to do. Unfortunately, when I sell it as a commemorative edition, the Final Buzz model, I got to put it through the final production duty cycles, which is the right thing to do. I'd rather have the engines blow up during R&D than blowing up when you actually buy this shit and you know that's it the car is done all right so well good luck to dodge and that team over at srt hopefully they get it right uh let's see here i need probably one more story i got like two and a half minutes ish i think i could probably squeeze one out if i can find it oh wow so here's the last one a four-foot boa constrictor snake found in a carry-on luggage at florida airport you know there was recently an article where somebody snuck an orange cat in a bag at jfk why the fuck are we smuggling animals i don't know that's very dangerous for the animal and is actually quite careless and why the fuck would you put snakes on the plane all right look i'm not even going to read that article i think that's a bit stupid you understand what i'm saying look if you're going to transport any animals do it the legit right way don't try to sneak some shit on you ain't supposed to be sneaking on plain and simple all right just plain and simple all right so hey that was a uh, news out of a hat just the most random stories i can pick as i go along it wasn't a lot of stories like my last episode my last episode was uh full of news stories right full of them so hey um i do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to the daily mind podcast um i'm getting numbers a lot the numbers are looking great um people keep listening please spread the word emails again DailyMindPodcast at gmail.com the q a's the whole nine um season four is a pawn i don't know what i'm going to do for season four i like to start adding music to this but you know it's going to be a little difficult spotify has a thing where if you choose music from them since it's a trademark or whatever they can't use it on my other platforms and that will only restrict the episode to just spotify so i'm working around that um but in the meantime though um just keep listening uh, tomorrow will be another episode. In fact, I'll give you some uh, predictability. Tomorrow's episode is gonna be about um going back into the sketch comedy shows. I'm gonna talk about and Living Color and then the following episode is gonna be about uh, the Chappelle show. Remember, yesterday I spoke about Mad TV versus SNL and I made some Afro, um some some honorary mentions. So like smaller shows. So I'm gonna touch a little bit more on Living Color uh, tomorrow show went from 90 to 94 and see how it stacked up and why did that show fail against snl all right so hey thanks for listening to the daily mind um we will do this again mayana have a great night bye-bye